0: Welcome to Necessary Realness with Katie. I'm your host, Katie Zimba. In a world where nothing seems to be real, pictures are photoshopped, interviews and stories are edited, I wanted to bring the realness to real topics and issues. Listening may help you realize you're not alone in this thing called life. All right. So today I'm here with my dear friend, Amy Bannis, Chicago makeup artist.
1: How are you? I'm good.
0: Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So um, you, I follow you on Instagram and you posted something recently that really caught my eye and I found super interesting. So you just all of a sudden with what in the past six months, maybe six months ago? Six
1: months and 23 days.
0: Six months and 23 days. You just were like, I'm done drinking alcohol. I just stopped. I'm so fascinated by this. How did this come about? First and foremost, most people are like, "Oh, I didn't know you had a problem." Is that kind of
1: the feedback you got? Well, exactly. They told me you're not. Well, you're not an alcoholic, or you don't have a drinking problem. Or a lot of my friends have situations where we'd go out and we don't remember. Mm-hmm. You can call it blackout, people brown, call it brown out, out, gray
0: out. <laughs> yes, gray out. <laughs> well, this I kind of like to call this like the gray area of yes. drinking. Yes,
1: it's labeled that now. I think. Yeah, I, I think- actually read that everywhere. It's the gray areas of drinking.
0: So tell me about, like, your relationship with alcohol. Like, were you drinking at a young age? Do you classify yourself as, as somebody that has a drinking problem?
1: That is that is something that I've been um, trying to explain to people who found out that I do not drink anymore. It's mm-hmm. always a big shock when I'm out and they see I'm not having a cocktail. So I would explain to them, I, I realized I didn't have to have a drinking problem for drinking to be a problem.
0: That's interesting. Drinking
1: became a big problem in my life. It was hindering me from a lot of things. I don't want to fast forward too much, but taking alcohol out of my life, removing it permanently, has solved almost all my problems. Wow, okay. That's without exaggeration. Yes, I have problems, but when problems arise, I solve them quicker. My mind is clear. Everything just has just kind of been, that ebb and flow in life has just been... Working.
0: Interesting. So, for, for me personally, like I like to come home after work or whatever it is and have a glass of wine. So, was that like feasible for you or were you somebody that was like, I need to have five glasses of wine? I've
1: never come home from work and needed a drink or cocktail, whatever it is. Most, most of my girlfriends drink wine. They'll have a bottle of wine, two, three glasses of wine. I like wine, but it's not my drink. It's not your go to. My, my go to was vodka. It started with Jägermeister shots only. I'll get into that. Ugh. So that was that time, that Mm -hmm. time period in, like, early 2000s. But I don't drink at home. I had alcohol at home, but mostly for friends came over, I could offer them something to drink. I only drank when I was out at bars, clubs, on my friend's boat, like, social. I was a social drinker only. I don't drink at home. I never needed alcohol to unwind after a bad day.
0: So you just sound like your typical social drinker.
1: Yes. But my social life can and has been so full That there's times that I was drinking often, not, I don't want to say every night, it was definitely not seven nights a week, but two, three, sometimes four or five nights a week if I had social plans. Because what do you do if you're out meeting friends and you're in a bar? Of course, you have a cocktail. Right. Or four or seven. Right. (laughs) But keep in mind, I bartended for a good majority of the time through the 18 years that I was like in in that scene. Okay. And I was not a drinker.
0: So you grew up pretty religious household. Yes. Not around alcohol, right?
1: Our religion didn't determine that, but because my parents were so religious, they just never really had alcohol in their life. Okay. My other friends in my religion, their parents had drank, but they were never heavy drinkers in our religion, so no. But my parents personally chose not to drink. It just wasn't their thing.
0: Right. So you didn't grow up around alcohol? So none of us alcohol, drank. Or,
1: okay. Yeah. None of us were drinkers. And I... Wasn't really around alcohol until I started. I started working at a golf course, um, members only, and everybody was older. So mm-hmm. they all drank gin and tonics, vodka tonics. I didn't even know what that was. I knew the difference between beer and a spirit, but that's it. I didn't even know if gin was non alcoholic or alcoholic. I knew nothing. Wow. Very green when it came to the alcoholic world. I would just write down what they wanted on my pad of paper and I would go place the order. I didn't really know what I was serving. So when did you start to to drink, I guess? So when you turn 21, you can legally drink. So when I went to a bar for the first time during my 21st birthday, I did order a drink. And that's when I ordered a gin and tonic because I didn't know what else to drink. And it's Mm -hmm. such an old man's drink. Yeah. Or I have friends in England who drink it. Maybe it's a British drink, but I did not like it. So I just didn't really drink because I didn't know what to drink, okay. and I never was curious to find my drink. I didn't like the feeling of it. I also, I've never liked the feeling of carbonated drinks. Mm-hmm. I never drank pop growing up. So to me, alcohol felt like pop. It just kind of burned going down. So okay. something I was never interested in. So I became everyone's favorite person to invite out, because I was your designated driver. This was pre-Uber days, and right. the town I grew up in, there's no taxis, so... Hey, you want to go out, Amy? Absolutely. So I'd pick everyone up and I would drop everyone off. I was the DD, designated driver, and I have a blast without alcohol, so never needed to drink. Yeah. Then along came my son when I was 27, and that's when I seriously started bartending. I was very big and I was getting my business off the ground, and I started um, cocktail and at a couple of big nightclubs in Chicago. Then I started bartending, so I was working, oh my gosh, three, four, five nights a week. Wow. In that scene, never drank. Wow. I, didn't, I couldn't.
0: 'Cause that's a big thing. If you're working in a bar, most people
1: drink. Looking back at it, I have ran into some of my old friends from fifteen, sixteen years ago and they were in complete shock that I was drinking. If they ran into me, for instance, in Wrigleyville. Like they and, were like, You drink now kind uh, of a thing? Absolute shock. Complete shock. They couldn't believe it. Because if
0: you were already like twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine and you weren't drinking, it's kind of like it's it's an it's interesting that you didn't pick up drinking until you were like thirties, right. right?
1: It was mid thirties.
0: Because, I, I mean, by the time I was in my mid-30s, it, I was already drinking for 15 years. Oh, right. You know? Right. To me, I, I just couldn't be like, I'm not drinking. Because, like, today, it's a beautiful day in Chicago. It's rare that that happens. So, it's like, I would like to go outside on, like, a patio and have a drink. It's interesting. That's what
1: we do. Yes, yeah, what we do. But, yeah, so... When I ran into those friends and I heard what they thought of who I was then, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I had no idea. Like they were like, you're such a square. Yeah, they thought I was such a goody two shoes. Like I never, they they all vacationed together. They all partied together. And I mean partied. Yeah. Just exactly what that means. It was definitely the nightclub industry. And you were never part of it. I had to close out, clean up my section and count my tips, tip out my bar back and get home because, oh, the sun's coming up and my son's going to wake up his time that he woke up was 9 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I paid my babysitter a little extra to keep him up late night. Poor uh-huh. kid's a night owl now because of that. <laughs> but yeah, because I, I would get about three hours of sleep when I got home. And you know, I'd be up with my toddler for the day
0: Putting alcohol in the mix, of yeah. that, I just wouldn't.
1: I could not be hungover. My son was young, and I was going through a divorce, so that all happened quite quickly. I was trying to start my business, and that's when I decided, let's bartend. I'm going to bartend and cocktail waitress. Get make some, some good money, get yeah. fast. Money was huge back then. I was making tons of money. Yeah, when I started working at the famous bar Tequila Roadhouse, woo Yes, all and the many fun, fun happened there. there. Yeah, I feel like it was almost a requirement to be a drinker slash So, did you ever feel like peer pressure? It was definite peer pressure from customers. Customers. Okay. So not like the, not your coworkers. But I actually that. kind of liked Jägermeister. So I tried it, you know, once and it wasn't and bad. He, so it wasn't vodka. It wasn't gin. It wasn't these other hard liquors. Jaeger kind of had a little bit of a sweet taste to mm-hmm. it, right? And it didn't bother me so much. So I actually worked the shot bar at Tequila Roadhouse. I was supposed to promote shots. I also was able to pour some drinks and beer, but I was mostly supposed to be serving shots. And mm-hmm. so I would do shots with customers and that's when it started. Okay. And I would only drink on the nights I'd work. So Friday, Saturday night only. I would drink only those nights. Okay. And I was bartending at a hockey rink and I started drinking a little bit there with the guys. Mm-hmm. It just it makes it easy. The night goes by quicker. you yeah. have fun. Let my guard down. I did not have an issue with drinking yet because I wasn't blacking out. Sure. I would just be buzzed.
0: It's just so interesting that these the jobs that you're working at kind of almost not require you to drink, but it's like kind of almost encouraged, right? Some Such establishments different-
1: you're not allowed to drink. Certain bars, for instance, like you know high end steakhouses. Sure. Certain, certain establishments you cannot. Bars and nightclubs, absolutely, you're supposed to be drinking with your customers. You're supposed to have a glass of champagne from their five hundred dollar bottle of champagne. They offer you one. That's you're supposed to do that. I would pretend to drink it. Yeah. So when I worked at Buzz, for instance. If I ordered 10 shots for my table and one was for me, they knew to make a fake one that made it look like that. I drank fake shots with my customers all night long. They thought I was getting drunk with them. I was not.
0: Wow, that's so interesting. At the end, it kind of almost... You have to kind of do that because it's like means bigger tip for you. Like, oh, that
1: waitress was so great. She was having yeah. fun with us. If I was not drinking with them, that you probably been would probably get issue. like a less tip. I can't stand and explain the whole story. You know, my son's waking up early. <laughs> you know, just I just right. pretend to drink.
0: Right. Yeah. It's just easier to then get into all that. Okay, so you're working. So I'm around yeah, thirty five. How old are you now?
1: Forty seven. You literally look like you're thirty two years old. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Standard. Maybe because I didn't drink for those 10, 15 years right. until, you know, 35. Yeah, you look great. Um, yeah, so, so like mid-30s. And it was just, you know, it wasn't too bad. It was not a control. Absolutely did not have a drinking problem. Okay. Even in my 30s, even going into my late 30s. But I started to have more blackout moments towards the end of my 30s. Okay. But it was infrequent. I felt like I was in check.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Didn't have a lot of bad, I would call them episodes. Yeah. I didn't have episodes happening till my 40s. So maybe things were changing in my body. Maybe my alcohol tolerance was changing. Hormones, Hormones chem- body,
0: your chemistry, chemistry things absolutely. like that. I think that definitely, for me, I, I can't drink like I used to at all.
1: So what triggered this? Um, I was going through, I'm pretty health conscious, but my weight was fluctuating up and down. It's just been a concern for me. Mm-hmm. You know, when you drink, then you're hungry and then you eat. You know, yeah, you eat food
0: the next day, and and then you're also each year you're getting older and older. It's scientifically proven your metabolism slows. So,
1: yeah, I was trying to find my formula. So I kept, I was trying to figure out how I could keep alcohol in my life. It was really important. How can I keep alcohol in my life so it's not a problem? So let's have a glass of water or a bottle of water in between each cocktail. Ah. Just have three. Limit yourself to three. That doesn't happen. Not from my my background being a bartender and doing shots, so i was never I never sat and had cocktails, so now that I'm not in the industry, now I actually have a drink. But once I have a few drinks, then it's I'm gonna buy a round of shots for all my friends and I'm gonna buy you know a shot for these two really cool people I just met sitting next to me, I was racking my bar tabs up uh-huh, I would go home with surprise looking at Surprise your... Surprise receipts. I cannot believe I spent that much money. Oh, wow, I tipped very generous to that bartender. It was like 100% tip. That's ridiculous. I can't afford that. So you start waking up and you're like, what is going on here? I was not remembering getting home often. Uber has kind of saved me a little bit because you can at least see where you started and ended up. Wow. It's almost like a drunk tracker. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to jump around too much, but there's times where I didn't even remember being at the last three establishments I'd be on stage singing with the band, Mm -hmm. not doing very bad of a job, but still, I mean, that's the one thing that I think, like, I've read that like people, I didn't know, I thought it was just me, but people do karaoke when they're drunk. You know, I just, I started...
0: Like, you were starting to gray out
1: a little bit. So that's so interesting so it's
0: you start going in this pattern but you the next day you're full functioning you're you're oh, going yeah. to work you're you're not waking up and needing a crack of beer or anything like no. that you're just no. you're never did the, hair the come, dog. but then come I'd that next go to friday work the next day. yeah and then so you're so this is th- these episodes you call them.
1: yeah episodes and the next day if i had the opportunity to not have to be at work and i could just experience and feel the hungover hangover mm-hmm. right it's just there's self-loathing that goes with it yeah there's starting to be like
0: the anxiety oh, it's just the
1: awful guilt every time i would have a blackout moment like a true blackout moment not brown out not gray out blackout like you're just
0: like where was i
1: i was able to not drink for a long period of time i could go a week or two just like for punishment, because I would be so mad. It takes It took me sometimes weeks to get over something that would happen. Yeah, like the guilt and the anxiety of it. If anybody knows me, I'm I have a really good heart. I'm very nice. I'm very friendly. I'm a lot of fun to hang out with. But I was starting to get a little bit mean. Hmm. I I was. That's really surprising. I have I gotten know. very nasty to very good friends several times. I'd find out the next day I wouldn't remember at all, or I'd remember I knew I'd probably said something bad or mean, but. I'd be scared to confront know. that person, and I'd find out, and I'd have to find out, i have to apologize for something I don't even remember. Horrible. To not have control.
0: Yeah. Right, because you go, you probably go out, and you're like, okay, I'll just have the three drinks, but the three drinks might, in your body, turn out, feel like six to it, or something like right. that. And you're just try, constantly trying to, like, control something that's not really in your control. Right. So, how many years did this go on for,
1: were these episodes? Probably the past four to five years. Okay um starting to be more regular and it was a very gradual thing the blackouts wouldn't be all the time like you know you wish you could journal these things i don't know i'd say it, let's so let's say five years ago mm-hmm. it would just happen once in a while once in a while blackout and the other nights would be such fun nights out drinking that's one of the hard things because you know when you drink it kind of like lets your guard down and you can just just have an absolute ball but i actually am like that without alcohol mm-hmm. but i started to become dependent on the alcohol to have fun, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I'm having more fun now sober. But, but back to rewind. You don't want to stop drinking when you only have a blackout moment once in a while.
0: Yeah, you kind of think like, whoa, that I must not have eaten dinner or something like that. But they
1: like, went from once in a while in five years to every single time where I was scared to drink, and I'd promise myself or I'd promise my son before I'd leave the house, like, oh, I'm just you know going out to. You know, this part to meet a couple friends for this reason, and I'm not staying out late. Sometimes I I wouldn't even make it home. Mm -hmm. I would. My son's you know in college now, so he's been gone for a couple years. Now I'm an empty nester. I have no one to answer to or or anybody to check up on me. So there's nights I wouldn't even make it home. I'd end up somewhere random or
0: on a friend's couch or something like that, where you're just kind of like, this isn't where I want to end up in the ER
1: twice with alcohol poisoning. Wow. very few people, I think not many know that, maybe one or two people of my friends. I'd wow. have to go back and think. I haven't really admitted that. That was hard. But okay. Um, wow. Yeah, woke up and so they're trying what, to give me a yeah. pregnancy test to like see if I was raped or something because wow. they found me passed out on the side of outside oh, bar. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Yes. I don't even remember being in the ambulance. Once happened in Vegas, once happened in Chicago. Once was recent, once was five years ago. So,
0: and then at that point where you like... I need to stop drinking, or were, was it still not a wake up call?
1: Definitely a wake up call. So I stopped for a period of time. Um, last June for the whole month, I didn't drink, and then November of 2017, I didn't drink for the whole month. Just a, a challenge, like with a group of girls. Yeah,
0: like, sober yeah. January. people yeah. do it. that's a big thing. Yeah.
1: So I did. So I did those two months, and but but I did all that work. Got really healthy. Was eating super clean. Working out and then to introduce alcohol back in my life again like wh- why did like we do all these things so many people do you know cleanses and but why don't you just take out the one thing that's actually the problem right right but that's but i my brain wasn't there yet i right. wasn't ready maybe it was timing so
0: what happened this last time like why were you like okay goodbye friend our relationship is over.
1: So I did not plan on it being a permanent decision. Interesting. So you
0: were just going to do one of your, like, sober months?
1: No, I was probably going to go sober for a while. Okay. I'm, like, oh, okay, I'm gonna. I'm not going to drink for, like, a few months, see if I can do this.
0: Before, when you were doing these, like, sober months and things like that, what was the catalyst that got you back into it? Was it like, oh, like, the hell,
1: like... Like, why I started drinking again? Yeah,
0: like, if, if you're going to, like, stop doing it, then why go back into it?
1: So, like, November 2017 was... um a friend of mine is a, she's a life coach and she does life coach coaching, career coaching, and um, relationship coaching. Okay. So she started something with, and she had people from Australia, New Zealand, like all over the world that were doing it. It was a, it was a self care month, so each day we had a challenge from her. And I told her I said I'm gonna do this without drinking. She's like I'm so glad that you said it first. I want you to try without drinking. She's one of my best friends, so she okay, knows cool. me well, and she she knew that taking alcohol out if I was to do a self care month would be really wise which i did so i did i took it out and we journaled every day so i had one of the days i had to write an apology to somebody Mm -hmm. and i wanted to write an apology to my son for one night probably the worst night and i was i hid my drinking from my son he didn't see me drunk very often i was very careful not like i wouldn't go home if i was drunk Mm -hmm. i would stay at a friend's house or um I would make other arrangements, so I usually didn't come home. But one night, I did come home, and I had to write an apology letter to my son, but I decided to write it to myself in my journal Mm -hmm. for what I did to him that day. Mm -hmm. It's in my journal. I brought it, but I'm going to just tell you um, what happened that night. Um, So I don't remember where I was at. I want to say it was a Monday morning for him to go to high school. I think he was a sophomore that year. Um, So... Brandon found me on – so it was a Sunday night that I went out is what I'm trying to say. So it. it was a Monday morning. He's getting ready for school. He sees I'm not home. And it didn't happen very often. I don't – I feel like the big – my biggest worst drinking has been the last few years. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't home. But regardless, that was one of, one of the nights that he had to experience me being really drunk. Um, so he found me laying laying on our back deck. Mm-hmm. Um with the door propped open so and we so we have a I didn't have my keys. I don't usually take my keys when I go out cuz I was always losing here you go, them. worried about no, worried about losing them. Yeah. So, I only lost one phone miraculously, but didn't want to lose my keys. So, I I got into our property. I can get into our property with a code. So, okay. I tried to get in and for whatever reason I must have been putting the wrong code so it kind of like clears itself out. Right. Couldn't get the door open. So, he found me laying in between the screen door and the door um laying in my own vomit. So Mm -hmm. I don't remember any of that. He tried to get, he thought I was dead. He was checking my pulse, thought I was dead. Once he got me inside, um, I just, that's when I kind of came to and I just laid there. I mean, it's like eight in the morning, so I have no idea what time I had gotten home. Right. And he just left. He's like, that's the only time I was ever mad at you. I was so mad at you. I couldn't talk to or look at you. When I came from school that day, I didn't even want to look at you. I was so mad at what you did. Wow,
0: that's like, that's rough.
1: Just embarrassing. His dad is an alcoholic, mm-hmm. or a big drinker. I don't. I don't want to label people. Sure. So he was raised around someone who drank, you know, quite a bit. He's from Eastern Europe, so that's kind of common in their culture. Sure. But regardless, I just, I'm a really good parent. You are. You're a great mom. I'm a good mom. My son wouldn't. Turn and everybody the makes
0: mistakes. But right. Was that incident but that didn't change anything it didn't change anything that was
1: like maybe 2016 or 15, so 15 a couple of years ago yeah 15 four years ago maybe so, so you, like
0: in your mind you're just like okay no to self I really can't go home when I'm when I'm yeah. drinking
1: but so many days like I do all the, the right things like I have a successful business I'm yeah. a successful mom I have a successful child like uh, so many good things are going for me but Every once in a while, I'd have one of these bad episodes. That right. one did not obviously change anything. That's the one it should have, but right. it did not. Looking back, like I, I've asked my son for forgiveness for that, and he's just so proud that I'm at this point now. But mm-hmm. it took me a while. Like I had to get there. So many people will have advice when you look at someone else's life, you sure. can see how they can fix their for life. Sure. They have to do it. Yeah, I wasn't ready to stop drinking yet, obviously, and I wanted to keep this problem in my life. It's like being in a bad relationship. Yeah. You stay in it way too long.
0: Always, always. And hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. You know, you always look back and you're like, God. And, the, and it is those moments where you're so embarrassed, like you're just like,
1: ugh. Yeah. The last three times I drank, three very bad things happened. It was um, Halloween in Vegas. Very bad episode. Very bad what happened? Probably one of the worst things. Worse than with Brandon. Um, and I was by myself. And then after the Bears game on November 11th. And then November 14th, my final night of drinking was with a friend. And um, it was one of my best friends and she got mad at me for the first time. Wow. So that's what did it. I'm like, I can't believe I, nobody angers like such a sweet person. So I'm like, I'm done.
0: So you, like, you wake up from this, this, you're finally like, I'm done. I'm saying goodbye to this friend that's so toxic to me. Tell me, like, how how you did it and how it's changed your life and how your friends and family kind of have reacted to it. Because for me, like, I was like, I didn't know you were an alcoholic. And I guess I was just kind of like...
1: Amy's not a drinker. Yeah, I, I was, Yeah, it
0: was very interesting. Like, I never had been like... Wow, she really needs to to chill out. I mean, we'd go out on the boat, we'd have a great time. Yep. It was I always so made sure I was fun. sober on my
1: birthdays when I was on the boat. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I always had friends, like new friends, that were coming for the first time. So I always wanted to experience it and not be drunk. So I always promised myself I wouldn't drink on my birthdays. Isn't that silly? Yeah. I would celebrate the rest of the year.
0: But it's amazing that you've had these episodes and stuff, but yet you have
1: so much control at the same time. I wouldn't tell a lot of my friends if I had a bad episode. I wouldn't tell certain friends unless it it was that friend that went out that night and knew. Um, I was kind of like a closet drunk. Like, no one knew because I was very high-functioning.
0: Well, and you had the ability to be like, I'm not going to drink today.
1: Yeah, I was just like, I'm not drinking, and I'd be fine with that. So, in my opinion, I don't think I was an alcoholic because I didn't go to AA. Mm-hmm. I didn't need help to stop drinking. I just literally stopped. And I know I'm only six, you know, six months, twenty days, so almost seven months sober. I know it's a short time in the grand scheme of things. If you talk to people who are sober sure. for years, but they struggle. I don't struggle. Yeah, it's you're crazy. not like you don't
0: feel like. The pull of getting no, back into it. No, I have
1: zero temptation to drink. And I have had friends who've come up to me. How How was it last Sunday on the boat? Were you okay? Did you feel tempted? Like, I don't, why are we talking about this? No. Yeah, I guess
0: that, that, but from somebody that's kind of in that same way, like when we go out to lunch, I'm like, do you mind if I have a cocktail?
1: Right. I'm not bothered by alcohol at all. I'm around it. People get sloppy drunk around me. I'm the first to Houdini. I just can't deal with it because I I read an amazing book called Blackout. Uh-huh. That book was an eye-opener for me. So I was reading that book when I was thinking about being sober. I wasn't sober yet. And it was a very hard book to read. I had to put it down once in a while because it was a little too personal. A lot of things that happened to her have happened to me. And she wrote about it. And it's really personal situations with men, like when you're in that drunken state, Mm. very bad. But she wrote something in there that kind of resonated with me. People who are drunk have about a two-minute memory span they have a two minute window so that's why drunk people repeat themselves over and over (laughs) and over the same thing yeah and you just told them or you'd help them with something they ask you something you help them you answer their question sure and that question's coming back literally a minute later so like that i can't deal with but if people are drinking around me have a good (coughs) time and by all means get buzzed and i can tell now when people get to that point but if it gets sloppy drunk i have to just I just, I don't need to be there.
0: Right. I mean, for me, somebody who does drink, when somebody gets sloppy drunk, I have to leave. Let's be honest. There's nothing fun about
1: that. And that was me. That was me. For years, people dealt with me like that. So part of me feels guilty, like, oh, why am I judging? And I'm not judging. I'm just saying, why am I leaving you?
0: Right. But you're just kind of putting yourself first. Like, why should you subject yourself to be uncomfortable for anything in life, in my opinion?
1: So So when I went, when I decided to be sober I didn't really tell many people only a couple of close friends knew and my son that's it and mm-hmm. I didn't plan it to be permanent but now that we're approaching seven high months high alcohol season for yeah. my group of friends um, I felt like I wanted to make a post and I hadn't didn't know the reaction I was going to get from yeah, it yeah I was like very people came out of the woodwork asking me if I could help them how did you get past the first you know few weeks how did you do it and they would started telling me their stories yeah, and that's interesting. Them? Or, or people surprised, like you, who didn't know. Right. I was just warning my friends, hey, don't worry about what's in my glass, but I'm not going to be drinking anymore, and I'm sober, and I wrote a few reasons. And you also were just like, I'm super happy. And I'm, I'm so happy.
0: Yeah, and you were like, I'm happy, healthy, but you were just giving people a heads up. It wasn't like yeah. you were like, you know... You were still saying you were gonna yeah. be doing. You're the, still the same Amy, still doing the same thing. So do you yeah. still find yourself doing everything the same, like I make different
1: decisions. I, I um. I do things more by myself now, which okay. is kind of funny. I like my, I like my, alone time. Alone time, yeah. Sure. I called like I just took a trip. I call it a selfie trip. You know, yeah, I don't mind being by myself, but um, my friends have all been pretty respectful. Like my close friends have been respectful and wanting to plan sober dates like we do walks on the lakefront or we'll go to movies and I'm fine if they drink, but they kind of respect me and don't want to drink around me. But I don't mind.
0: Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, so if, if somebody's like, hey, let's go out to dinner. Do you mind? You don't mind if they have absolutely drinks. not.
1: Absolutely not. Just I don't partake. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't need anything, I have fun by myself
0: right right that's that I think that I think it's fantastic. I think it's great that you like recognized the things that were going wrong in your life, and I find it so interesting that you had were such a late starter to drinking and how how quickly it became an issue for you, and you just couldn't control it
1: yeah, last couple of years it controlled me yeah there's there's there were nights. I, I, I talked to my doctor about it um, when I went in to see him. I told him, I guess, guess what? I, I just went in for my annual. I'm like, I don't drink anymore. I'm you know five months sober. I was like, maybe close to five months at that point. And um, he said, congratulations. And I told him what was happening. I'm like, I was blacking out. He's like, it's almost like you have an allergy to alcohol. Your body's not processing it anymore. He goes, just because you could drink years ago doesn't mean you can now. It's like you need to deal with Now. And that's the thing, I was trying to find my formula. Like, how can I how can I go out and drink tonight and not black out? But it, right. it was starting to happen every time. I remember one night I went out and I was on my second drink. Once the third one was handed to me, I don't even remember finishing the third one. Wow. And I was out for that whole night. And my friends didn't even know, like, you were talking normal. You weren't slurring. We went to three more bars. You were fine. You we- weren't this sloppy drunk person. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like not remembering. It's scary. I feel like the last 10 years of my life, have almost kind of been hazy yes it's hazy i feel like i just got out of jail or something like it was taken away from me and i have to put myself back in to the world as i know it Mm -hmm. and recreate like kind of who i am like who's amy now because i was never a drinker before but i'm not that girl either i'm different i was a drinker i have such a big social life yeah i feel like my friends were going to be upset and some of them aren't aren't thrilled Tell me what your thoughts are on that. So, like... Like, I love having... <laughs> if I know I'm going to stay out late, like, it's a special night, like, someone's birthday, like, okay... You're not going home at 9 p.m. No. You're still, like, I'm here. I'm ha- ready to No, have I stayed out to, like, 2-something the other day, which is, I think, kind of late. I stay out till 4 a.m., and we were at, like, a piano bar. We were having a good time, and uh-huh. my friend had her cocktail, and I had... Three cups of coffee, <laughs> not good late at night, but um, but I had fun. So people, when you are ordering
0: coffee and things like that, you've had some like backlash.
1: Oh, yes. Three three guys came over to talk to me. What are you doing? You're drinking coffee? Because the bartender had to exit to go make a fresh pot for me, which was not behind the bar. And he told those three guys, one second, I need to go make a pot of coffee for her. I'll be right back. And it was ridiculous and I turned to my friend I'm like get get them away from me I do not want to explain my story to drunk people yeah (laughs) drunk strangers what about friends have friends had like an adjustment period with it or yeah for instance I had a friend that asked me like wow you look so good what's going on because I've you know I've lost weight yeah you look great lost 18 pounds and so I explained to her why well she looked at me and I had a can't I don't I try not to do this too much caffeine late night isn't good but I had a can of Red Bull in my hand and I don't Mm -hmm. like to put Red Bull on ice in a glass I should do that to mask what I'm drinking that no one wants to talk to me about it but I don't like to drink it that way I like to drink it out of the can with the tab bent backwards and a straw inside because it's not so cold that way right I don't like it ice cold okay so they're questioning why I have a Red Bull in my hand what's going on why aren't you drinking why do you look so good? So I answered their questions and told them. And she goes, oh, that's so good. What about the summer on the boat, though? You're going to drink the summer, right? Did you not hear anything I just said? Yeah. I'm sober. I'm sober. I'm happy. Like, no. So I think like the, the big thing is, is like being sober doesn't
0: equal AA alcoholic.
1: I have met my tribe. There is there is a Instagram page, the Sober Glow. Mm-hmm. Maya, she's an oncology nurse and. In California, I actually just booked a sober retreat with 12 women from all over the world. We're going together down for a stand up paddleboard trip in Baja, Mexico, in the middle of nowhere. But
0: it's not like this AA kumbaya stuff. It's just women that are like, I have cut this out of my life, but let's go out and do things without right. alcohol.
1: Why does it have to be such a big deal? They had an issue with alcohol and they took it out. Maybe some have gone to AA. I haven't met okay. them all personally, but. A lot of them that I've met already prior to going, just like online, we've messaged whatever their story is, I'm gonna hear details later. Like it's alcohol became a problem. So they took it out for one reason or another. Everybody has their own story or history. My history is very short. You know, so it's kind of funny. I actually so I downloaded an app. It's it's a sober app. I forget what it's called. And you can go on there and you can set the day that you started to be sober. So I downloaded this back in two thousand seventeen. I was trying to kind of like maybe be sober i was toying with this idea like am i gonna be sober can i do this sure so i've had that on my phone for a while and i've changed the date a couple times but this time is like this is for real honestly my six months twenty one, twenty three days feels like six years really 23 months literally i as much as i'm telling these stories and i remember them well well and some i don't remember right um i feel like it's been six years I feel clean and cleansed, and there's no way. If someone offered me a million dollars to put alcohol back in my life, the answer would be no. Really? Or no, hard no. I'll make my own million.
0: Wow. Bravo. It's Again, it's a toxic relationship. It doesn't have to be with another person.
1: I've been in toxic relationships, yeah. several, and I literally compare it to that. I actually wrote that in my Instagram post. Basically, good riddance to the most fun and dysfunctional relationship i've ever been in because mm-hmm. i've had a lot of fun drinking sure. I almost feel like i'm mourning that person i was because some of my best memories were when i was drinking oh my gosh remember when amy did this that everybody's got amy stories mm-hmm. i i'm very much like the class clown of my group and i am a big entertainer so i feel like my friends my friends expected me to That's actually a big reason probably why I stayed drinking. Like my friends expected me to be this person and on all the time. Yeah. I'm always entertaining my crew. And now I have to do it sober. But two of my biggest fears were one, when I stopped drinking, I thought I was going to be boring. Okay. And I thought that I was going to be bored when I went out. Neither happened. Wow. Neither happened.
0: I feel like those fears are definitely real with a lot of people. Like you feel like I'm not going to be fun. Some
1: people need to drink to have fun.
0: They feel that. But I think most people are their own fun. They yes. don't have to be drinking. Yeah. But I think that's a huge fear, especially somebody f- for me, like starting to drink, you know, more than half my life. Um, you know, you at least kind of figured out who you were. You know, you had your son and things like that. Like you didn't start drinking till later in life. A lot of people, that's not the case. So they really don't have that an identity sober.
1: Yeah, I didn't do the college drinking. I didn't I didn't have that whole well, life.
0: A lot of time I mean so it's high school.
1: My Great. son's not having that experience high. either. I'm like, Oh, you're following my footsteps, but stay in those footsteps. He's not a drinker. Right. Yeah, your son's at Penn State he's about to turn twenty one. It's the furthest thing from his mind. Yeah. Drinking, partying. Just he's at other goals. I'm so grateful. Right. And he was around alcohol. His dad was a drinker and he you saw became- his mom drinking. Yeah. You know, from you know he said to me, I was driving him to Penn State freshman year we're on our way cars loaded packed up with all his things and um he was driving and all of a sudden I just had like a moment I got like really excited Mm -hmm. I'm like oh my gosh I'm like this is happening I'm like we did it you did it like we came this far I'm like we've been through so much together I'm like I'm really proud of you like this is really awesome and then he told me he's like I just am really grateful that you didn't drink like the first 10 years of his life of his life Wow. Because I was, you know, I was sober mom. I was like rocks are cool, on hands mom. Everything we did, tons of trips together, we did everything. We're well, single mom We too. always I did mean, that you, too. Yeah. But the, when the drinking came in, I feel like it kind of took away the time I should be spending with my son. Wow, you know, with him, and partly too because he got older, it was easier to drink. I, I guess I didn't do it when he was younger because I feel like because he been needed you more. Yeah, he Just, needed me when he was a teenager too. I shouldn't. He yeah. should never have found me. Right, laying in my own vomit, thinking I was dead. That should never have happened. But, I mean, and there's no comparison. Some moms have done worse. Some moms have done better. I, I'm glad that, I'm glad I'm where I am now. Yeah. And he's given me forgiveness, and I hope he's learned from your mistakes. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, that doesn't
1: look that fun. He gets annoyed when you know my friends will get drunk. It's, he doesn't want to be around them like that. Mm-hmm. He likes the real them, like right? The drunk them.
0: Sure. Kids are smart that way. He'll figure it out. Yeah. And if he does invite alcohol into his life, that's okay, too. It's all about, yeah, the healthiness of the relationship with anything. But, you know, just have... I have a lot of
1: friends who don't have drinking problems and probably never will. Right. Right? And then that's awesome. I admire that. That's not me. Right. See, I thought I could be that person. It's not not possible. That's great that you
0: figured that out that you faced it yeah you know because just like you telling these stories it's like that's a it's hard to say let alone like look at yourself in the mirror
1: i have one friend that i turned to a lot when i did drink who never judged me i have a lot of friends who don't judge me but this one i felt like i could tell everything Mm -hmm. to and um she had episodes too so we would both reach out to each other after an episode very understanding and um she said something once that I kind of got she's like after a while she goes, As much as you're Amy Bannis and everybody loves you, you're not gonna get a hall pass always from everybody. Wow. And there's certain people who are gonna not gonna be accepting of like certain behavior. Some of my friends were starting to get a little worried. Like, really? we were, like drink, it was just bad. Like I would just go from zero to sixty, I'd be passed out or like just the acting. last yeah, last summer a few bad episodes happened that you know, one of my best friends, Chuck, had to deal with. It's embarrassing, he shouldn't have to deal with that. Like, right. We're not here to tell funny stories about Amy, but you know, I I went out with a friend in Paris and we had like such a fun night, such a fun night, and I was just drinking beer cuz I'm like how can I do this and not like get drunk. Yeah, I was just drink I was just drinking beer and in Europe you drink glasses of beer instead mm-hmm. of pints. The ladies, that's how they serve you. So I didn't have a pint of beer. They gave me a glass. Smart. Okay. So I was doing that and I had like a really great night and towards the end we stopped at a last place and he's like this place is famous for their espresso martinis well <sighs> downhill yeah <laughs> put vodka in me and i'm done so had a couple drinks and um i don't remember what happened after that but he sure told me so where he works is has a beautiful view of the eiffel tower mm-hmm. and he wanted me to see and he has you know access to his work so we went in we had, I had to show my id to security apparently i don't remember i'm telling the story from him we got in Showed our IDs, went up to the top floor. So, going to look at the view of the Eiffel Tower from his building, and he opens these huge French doors. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" And he's like, "I have one. I have a surprise for you." And he knows Veuve Clicquot is my favorite champagne. Mm -hmm. He went and got a baby bottle of Veuve and brought it in to like open it. And I'm (laughs) I'm a corporate makeup artist for a few companies, and um, some of the walls have writable paint, Uh so I assumed. That this place was writable paint. Apparently, it's where I, there's only thing I can think of in my mind why I would do such a thing. But I wrote in Sharpie.
0: Oh my God.
1: On the walls in his boardroom at this billion dollar Dutch company. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That is, that's
1: wow. I don't remember exactly what I wrote. I think it was something like Amy Hart's Paris or something, but I thought it was writable paint, right. not in France. Was he mad at you? He wasn't happy. Yeah, I
0: bet. Like, Yeah, and I've been like, with what do him do many doing? times on
1: drunk nights. He's done some pretty crazy stuff, but that, I think, kind of took the cake. Yeah, because it's his job. It's his yeah. office. So um, so what else do you want to tell me? You know, a couple months of being sober turned into three or four months. Got some bad news about my son. Found out he had cancer on January 4th. Wow. And the first thing I could think about is, uh, thank God I'm sober. Cause I really wanted to deal with this. Like, Brandon deserves a sober mom. He's actually getting his CT scan today to find out if the cancer's absent or not. So it's like he needs he needs sober mom. He's always needs sober mom. Everybody deserves a sober mom, right? But um, you know, it just kind of stuck. And then after January turned into February, and and I didn't really think about the fact that oh, I'm gonna be sober for one year or two years. Make it. But now that I've gotten to this point, it's part of me. I I guess. I don't mean to promote it, but people want to talk to me about it.
0: Right, I find it interesting.
1: People right. are sober, curious. I feel like it's yeah. starting to trend. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people are keeping alcohol in their life now. Looking back, like everything's just kind of working out. The one thing that I already experienced, but I read about later. They said, like some of like, what's the downsides of being sober? Okay. I'm talking about going from being a, being a drinker to going okay. to sober. Sure. You're going to feel everything more. So you're going to feel all the good stuff more because before you were numbing yourself.
0: Right. If you're numbing something bad, you're still numbing the good stuff too. It doesn't just pick.
1: So yeah, you got to feel the bad stuff and you're going to feel that negative more so than you ever would. Mm -hmm. But you're also going to feel the positive and they balance each other out before you're just numb. So you're just neutral.
0: And you feel that's true.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. But you're also capable and able to deal with the negative. Like when problems arise, I can fix them so much quicker my head is clear. Yeah. I have not felt this good since my early 30s. I never knew it. Looking back, and I you, wish I could get you, those 10 years back. can't. You, I mean, you've always looked good, but you look fantastic. So That's,
0: it's definitely working for you.
1: Thank you. But I was going through periods where <laughs> I wouldn't drink for a month or two. And then I would start drinking again. Mm-hmm. But I never intended to stop drinking. I I look back at pictures. I've been doing a lot of reflecting. I think you need to do that. Don't forget about the past so you can move forward, right? Sure. But I look back at pictures. I'm like, huh, that's interesting. I was the exact same weight now as I was in that picture. Because like, I'll know. It's like, oh, that was that vacation. I remember how much I weighed. I remember what bikinis I took with, right? Uh-huh. But I look so much different and better now. I'm like, I was puffy. Like, I was swollen. Like, alcohol, It does to you in... Yeah, when your
0: insides, and then also I think just the the mental of it. Like you, ju- like after drinking, you just don't feel
1: good the next day. There's just no two ways about it. Everybody talks about that. The you hangovers like get worse she, as you get older. They do. Mine over. lasts like
0: three days. Yeah. Not like no joke. Like I need to sleep, and then I need to eat something that's terribly bad for me, and it's in this, like this horrible cycle. Yeah. I really appreciate you sharing your story I, th- I find it really inspirational i find it super interesting i find um you know everybody has such a different relationship with alcohol and or with with everything but with alcohol i think you don't have to be you know have this huge problem and you know for it to be a problem for you
1: yeah alcohol is becoming a problem mm-hmm. did i have a drinking problem maybe
0: I, but you don't I, need I, to define
1: it yeah you know you don't have to i, I think, need a label but
0: i think that's that's a great point is that I think a lot of people, it's like if they're just going to classify you as an alcoholic, and that's not the case. Not that that's bad, but it's just like there are so many gray areas in between. Yeah. It's not like just black and white. You either drink or you don't, and that means you have a problem. So it's like I think it's it's important to to realize that. Yeah. And it's not like you're admitting to some, you know— it's okay it's okay to to not drink it's okay you don't have to have be an alcoholic or an aa and yeah. struggling so hard like a lot of people that are addicts do
1: i just feel like so many people look at me and see that i have my shit together which i do now and i did then too but yeah, i feel see, like that judged thing. me like oh she drinks like i feel like so, some of my clients i have a lot of you know high profile clients mm-hmm. and i would never tell them that if they would listen to this they'd probably be surprised yeah i'm I'm
0: very surprised um well this is great so we'll find out the name of that book because i think maybe some listeners might want to check that out yeah and i really appreciate you sharing your story i think it's going to be really helpful all right thanks for listening to necessary realness with katie